0: this is Sexopedia. Hey guys, welcome to Sexopedia, a podcast designed to provide listeners with comprehensive information on their love life, reproductive health, and relationship issues. I'm your host, Sarah Gibson, a professional online marketer in the sex toy industry. Joining me as a co-host is John Fisher.
1: Hey guys, I'm John Fisher. I'm an experienced sex toy user and joined Lovenessle as a product designer.
0: Being professionals in the adult industry, John and I have had the privilege of working with various brands and individuals who are passionate about enhancing pleasure and intimacy. In this episode, we will delve into the topic of sex toys, offering general insights and information about these increasingly popular products.
1: We also share our real-life sex tips to enhance your intimate experiences. Drawing from our personal experiences and knowledge, we offer practical suggestions that that can help you spice up your love life.
0: Without further ado, let's get started. All right, John, I have a warm-up question for you. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. So what makes the best sex for you
1: well i feel like there is no such thing as best sex um you know what i mean sex is all about a hormone as all um as long as you are healthy everyone should enjoy sex as much as possible i mean if you're tired of vanilla sex there are also other options you can choose right like different sex positions bdsm even peggings. you know right i mean most important thing is you and your partner know how to turn on each other right on the other yeah. hand if you're you, if you are by yourself you should know what kind of sex activities you like the most
0: definitely i kind of hold similar opinions as you do because i think sexual satisfaction is something really su- subjective it's not simply right. a matter of taking off multiple choice options but rather a complex interplay of various factors such as emotional connection, communication, um, foreplay, and aftercare. I mean, all these factor matters. It's really something uh, that is really hard to quantify. Yeah. Right. But so, John, do you so, mind sharing the most exciting sexual experience with us?
1: Um, of course not. Um it was um, around five years ago I had sex on a Greyhound bus. Wow, you know?
0: that's wild.
1: Um, public moving vehicle, people around. I can feel my heart bumping. <laughs> oh yeah when I finish. Inside yeah,
0: how yeah you do. Yeah.
1: Um so what about yours?
0: Um mine is mine is kind of mediocre compared to your Greyhound bus experience, but I'm still gonna like share it with you. Um, it was my senior year in college and I met this dude at a party. We had a really engaging conversation about the Renaissance culture. I, I know it's nerdy, but it- it's something Classic. really attractive for me. Yeah, We had a couple of drinks at a party and then he was just like, Hey, um, you want to get out of here? It's kind of loud. I know. Yeah. And then we just grabbed beers and went hiking on a trail. We I think we waited until the sun was rising approximately 5 or 6 a.m. in the morning. I cannot recall mm-hmm. specifically. Um, and then things just begin to heat up. I mean, he's a such good kisser. Um, we just like started to have sex besides the woods of a little riverbank. Yeah, that was really um exhilarating and and I was covered in mud but i still feel good in retrospect
1: yeah so public
0: it's not really public without anyone right yes all right john um what is the most satisfying way for you to release your sex drive because um for men like you who are in the prime of your life usually um you guys have a really high level of libido how do you manage to find satisfying way to release it
1: well um the most satisfying way making love with someone for sure
0: definitely but it
1: might not be that easy you know Um, (laughs) you don't want to hook hook up with someone might have sexual disease or something like that
0: right Um, right
1: yeah if you're alone use sex toys can be satisfying you know what i mean i mean um i do have a high sex drive so I got myself mas- masturbated clubs and mm-hmm. and uh, sex dolls.
0: Right, I I can totally resonate with you on this one because, um, mm-hmm. for me, when when I'm single, I I sometimes used dating apps such as Tinder, but um, it's really it's still really risky to uh, have sex with someone you do not actually know about, especially right. their sex history, and. Mm-hmm. You really have a relatively high risk of getting an STI or STD. So I usually tend to masturbate by myself with the vibrator or doodle. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, do you often reach orgasm with sex toy?
0: Um I think uh, it's a really. It's kind of like a complicated situation because if we're talking about clitoris orgasm, then I'd say yes, because it's really convenient to have an orgasm with um, a vibrator when it's massaging your clitoris. It's really easy to get that place uh, to experience the climax. But if we're talking about vaginal orgasm, I'd say it's really hard, even with a real person, because, um, yeah, it's just about different sensitive areas.
1: Speaking of real person, have you ever faked the orgasm when you're having sex?
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Yes, I did. I I know it sounds so pathetic, but I I did. Yeah. Because um, I like to clarify something because guys usually have this kind of uh, misconception is that uh, when they have bigger cock girls tend to, or the partner tend to uh, experience better sexual experience but it's not that case all the time because uh, usually different girls have uh, g-spot located differently so that is to say um, the size isn't everything and a lot of times when guys are really devoted and they believe they are uh, delivering such a good sex experience to both parties but i just don't feel anything and you don't feel, you don't feel anything it's not like don't feel and it's like i can feel something's inside me but i just okay. can't i just don't feel good about it okay yeah and it's just like to protect the other person's feelings so i just do have to fake from time to that time that makes sense yeah all
1: right so speaking of this um how do we get girls to experience orgasm then How how can men improve their techniques in bed? What's your suggestions?
0: I would say communication is definitely the key because everyone has different sensitive areas. I mean, foreplay also plays a crucial role in increasing the arousal and and intensifying the pleasure. Definitely take time to explore and focus on your partner's um, sensitive areas such as the neck, ears, breasts, and inner thighs. Yeah. Okay. And... I would say also you can try go down on your partner, especially for women. It actually works. If if we experience clitoris orgasm during sex, then it's more likely we're going to experience vaginal orgasm later in a session. Yeah. Okay. Um, John, you just mentioned about like masturbating with a masturbator cup or a sex doll. I'm wondering, mm-hmm. I'm I'm wondering, how does it feel to have sex with a masturbator or a sex doll? Is it exciting or still feel like something's missing?
1: Um. Well, I think most people start using sex toys from masturbator, right? Yeah. Um, the first time experiences will, will be something different with the masturbation cub. The feeling of excitement realistic and everything you know but it gets boring easily you basically still masturbating with your hands you know um <laughs> sometimes you can put your masturbation cup against the wall you know but you know something is still <laughs> missing there oh that's um,
0: interesting to learn you, about. Want, you
1: want to be able you want to be able to touch something right yeah. waist yeah, boobs definitely. hips whatever um but it's it's missing there for for masturbator clubs but sex dolls are the advanced options mm-hmm. they are more realistic you can fear uh you can feel your hands right you can put your hands where whatever you want to and right. um um but i have to be honest with you and fans um you might need to overcome some guilt issues um, if yeah, you're the first time yeah well it, it happens to me and i don't know why it's it's just the f- the first few times i touch myself with a masturbation club i feel like i feel like i'm a loser you know it's not just, that bad graduated- <laughs> yeah yeah i i know i just graduated from college stayed at home for like half a an year and uh bought my first sex toy and you know but I somehow overcome it you know um I mean it it's satisfying it's better than just mm-hmm. masturbating with your hands so why not well especially for sex dolls if you, if you practice like if you practice often with sex dolls you gain confidence right you gain more confidence yeah. and you're ready to bend some shit whenever you need <laughs> um and of course hiding hiding is going to be a problem um it's definitely harder to hide your sex doors in right. a, a cup. But it, it gives you longer stimulation. It doesn't get boring. It doesn't get boring that easily, you know. Um, yeah. if you take if you take good care of your um sex stores, you can use it for a long time. And right. and many people dress up them and pose them to take photos, you know, they're just more ways to have fun other than right. just a masturbation oh.
0: It's uh more like offering a sense of companionship. Yeah, that's yeah. True. and I've kind of shared the similar experiences you, you do. Um, I, I, I remember it was in the senior year of high school, right? I, and I just first tried a vibrator and I was trying mm-hmm. to explore my body, but it's really awkward because uh, for me, I just always sneak around and I'm terrified of my mom finding out that I'm using a vibrator. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. And as I was doing the market research, I noticed that many people find uh having sex with the sex dolls creepy or uncomfortable. Um, what are your insights on this proposition?
1: Well, um, it depends, I think. Um, I mean, I've seen people customizing cringe sex dolls, you know, I... animal like, you know, breasts that can like bigger than your head. <laughs> yeah. Um, it fulfills their fantasy, you know. But this kind of sex doors might be creepy or cringe for, for us, for uh, normal people. But getting mm-hmm. a sex door in general is not something forbidden. Um, right. You know what I mean? Like holding, like it's it's normal to release your sex drive, right?
0: Yes, yeah, um, actually a r- rather healthy way to release your sex drive.
1: Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of sex door, um, do you accept your partner only in sex door?
0: Well, I do. And I, I'm actually the person who like to use a sex doll in my current relationship because I kind of want to try threesome. But I, on the other hand, I think it's a little bit cringe, probably, to invite the other person to participate in such an intimate part of our life. And I was just like, okay, what if we just go for a transgender sex doll? Uh, you know those? Okay. They have usually have very nice boobs in the front, and have a giant penis that you can have fun with, and okay. and love holes for your partners to penetrate. I always okay. wanted to get one of those. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that'll be yeah. fun. You can. You guys can yeah, do. that. Like,
0: that should be fun, and hopefully one day I can share can my do, like, experience. Like yeah. Definitely, and hopefully one day I can i got a chance if i get a chance to actually use a transgender sex doll for three someone and i'm definitely going to share it with you guys all right john
1: that's yeah, fun
0: yeah all right john as an experienced doll user what do you think are the most important factors to consider when buying a sex doll especially for a uh, first-time user or beginners
1: mm, well um that's gonna be a lot to talk about um, first, of course, the money. Budget comes at the number one.
0: John, as an experienced door user, what do you think are the most important factors to consider when buying a sex store? I mean, especially for uh, beginners and first-time buyer, they have a lot of concerns about the price, materials, or weight. Do you have any insights for this one?
1: Yeah, well, um, that's going to be a lot to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. First, of course, the money uh, budget comes at the f- number one concern for most people. Uh, I mean, full size sex dolls they could cost over a hundred thousand dollars, not a hundred, a thousand dollars. But, yeah. um, but there uh, are also like some torso options. They are mm-hmm. more affordable and you don't want to waste your budget on something that you don't really like and, you know, get tired really quick. Um, so make sure you choose your favorite body types. And second, the weight. Uh, many people think they are strong enough to handle a life like size doll. Right. I mean, full-sized sex dolls could over like seventy pounds, mm-hmm. and it's not alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you arm, like when your arms carry your real partner, right. um, she can always hold some weight for mm-hmm. or, for from you, right? Um, but yeah, dolls I- are different.
0: Yeah, it's not like holding up your partner. He or she will always offer you some support. However, carrying a sex doll puts all the weight on you. And actually, one of my customers have received a sex doll and he strained his muscle when trying to carry it into the shower. I mean, you definitely want to choose the way that is convenient for you to play with and you don't want to hurt yourself while having fun.
1: Right, that is correct. Yeah. And then material... Uh, material makes the real thing you know um you don't want to punches a latex sex doll nowadays right um you want you want something yeah you want you want something, yeah, you wanna, you wanna something more uh, realistic, realistic lifelike um so silicon and tpe are the best materials so far on the market
0: yeah for sure tpe and silicon are actually the most commonly used materials on the market to make sex dolls and I think it's really hard to choose from one to another because uh, they each have their strengths and weakness. Usually TPE uh, is soft and flexible, and they're more affordable, but the body paid on TPE sex all fades over time and making it difficult to achieve a really realistic appearance. But while silicone usually offers a more realistic sexual experience and visual experience, but they probably will cost you more, so, um, yeah, definitely, I'd say it's really important to choose the right material because the material you choose will directly impact your sexual experience. And research before purchasing is actually really necessary um, because given the price of the product, buying a sex doll is actually much a much more serious decision to make compared with buying a masturbator cup.
1: Right. And we have to talk about storage too right because you need to make sure you know where to put it or, or should we say hide it <laughs> although um it sounds like a little bit off um i think it's also important to think about maintenance before mm-hmm. purchase purchasing um because if you don't properly clean your doors you might run the danger of getting some kind of uh, infections you know
0: yeah right i mean um storage is another issue that people usually concern with because uh, for life-size sex dolls they usually come at human size so that means you need enough space to store them like a closet or under your bed or a garment bag so for i, th- I think for people who are still living their family members and have limited space um, probably mini-size sex dolls or lightweight sex dolls are actually better choices well, John, if memory serves me rightly, I think you just mentioned about sex doll torsos. Could you please explain to our audience a little bit what are the differences between a sex doll and a sex doll torso? I mean, which one is a better choice?
1: Let's put it simple. Sex dolls are full-sized, and sex doll torsos are sex dolls without head. Um, Torsos are lighter and cheap and more affordable. Um, sex dolls can offer you companionship. Or in terms of sexual pleasure, I think both sex dolls and sex doll torsos will give you a full experience.
0: Right, absolutely. I think for especially for people with limited budget, or uh, for people who are still hesitating, okay, whether I they are not sure whether they'd like to try a full size sex doll, they can start with a sex doll torso because um, I think usually a full size sex doll is going to cost you um, somewhere around. $1,000 to $3,000, yeah. right? I'll but for, s- for sextal totals, you can get a really nice one within like $300. Yeah. It's a definitely much more cost-effective solution uh, compared to a full-size sextal and offering a much more realistic experience compared to um, conventional masturbator cup. Yes. Yeah. And well, as professional marketers, uh, when we are doing the customer behavior research, we actually um, noticed an astonishing expand of the sex doll market. So, John, why do you think more and more people choose sex dolls these days?
1: Well, pandemic is definitely one of the biggest reasons. Uh, in-person social networking has been shut down for a while during the past years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sex was are the great companionship for many single men or even um, long-distance, if you're doing long-distance relationship. Uh, another reason could be better and better quality mm-hmm. sex dolls on the market. You know, uh, manufacturers, they're devoted to make the doors more and more realit- realistic. Okay. Right. Um, and you got more and more customer options. As we talked about it earlier, you can costume you, your um, sex doors into basically any shape you want. Oh, it has to be legal, by the way.
0: yeah right
1: absolutely Uh, yeah um and there are also people who use sex stores as seropratic tools you know for their ed treatment or build up some confidence in in sex performance
0: right it's actually uh very surprising to me as well because um when we are talking with our customers and getting more information um a lot of them mentioned that um they use the sextal or the sextal torsos for ED treatment because for uh, people who are suffering from erectile dysfunction, they need um, to practice to build up stamina. And it's going to be a really frustrating experience if they practice with a real person because it's going to be confusing and disappointing for both parties. All right. This is so much for today. Thank you, John.
1: Thank you, Sarah.
0: Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Sexopedia. We hope you found it informative and engaging. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to our channel for more podcasts like this. Stay tuned for our next episode where we dive deeper into modern dating and the role of sex in romantic relationships. Until then, keep exploring, learning, and growing. Goodbye for now, and we will see you next time.